Hey, what's up? It is your girl, Queen Intimacy, and today is October the 8th, 2020, and it's Friday. It's Friday, guys. What's going on? Welcome, welcome to the weekend. It's been a little rainy here in Cleveland, Ohio, but we are still being the sun, the light for the day out here in Cleveland with great perseverance. Oh, oh, how amazing the day is when you choose to let it be. So today I want to talk part two about struggling with anxiety and my experience with it, my personal experience with it. And I always, (coughs) excuse me, I always think it's super important to understand your triggers so that you know what you need to work on the things that really really trigger you that changes your energy that changes your mood so that you can work on it so I understand that I just do not like the way anxiety makes me feel I do not I have been dealing with this since I was a child and a lot of times people would say oh she's just shy Y'all, a lot of people are mistaking shyness and anxiety. They're getting those two mixed up. A lot of people are dealing with anxiety. It's not, it has nothing to do with them being shy. (laughs) A lot of it has to do with anxiety and how anxiety really affects the body. Um, How it affects you physically. People can, 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 can... And here's the thing, the reason why I'm going over this, because I think anxiety is so, so, so important to go over because it is one of those things that you can't see. It's, it's like stress. It's like the cousin of stress. <laughs> like you can't see, you know, you can't see stress and they tell you how deadly it is. Anxiety is the same thing because it gives you all of those same feelings that you're having a, a heart attack or you're overwhelmed, overstressed. Um, so anxiety is, is the same exact thing thing without it being that so your panic attack feels like a heart attack without it being a heart attack so your body has the same reaction to it if it becomes way overwhelming and with me I know I've been misjudged a lot because here's my defense mechanism and I don't know why it's my defense mechanism but I automatically my psychiatrist once told me that it was easier for the human mind to think about the wrong for the wrong thing to be the the the, the impulsive the autopilot uh, reaction and the right thing is outside of the norm okay um so our brains automatically when they're set on autopilot and our impulse reaction comes out it's always it's always in most people it's the wrong reaction you know so when I feel a certain type of way, like my reaction is, I'm just really shut down. Like I shut down, like completely. You, you can hardly get anything out of me, I shut down. Like my brain goes blank. My responses are very delayed, where people think I'm not trying to talk to them or I'm not trying to respond or I'm being rude, when all in all, like in the moment, like I'm having an anxiety attack. <laughs> And it's like, I don't, you don't, you don't want to make people aware of it because then you don't want people to feel like, oh, it's a cop out. She's just, but 
here's the thing, guys. People really don't just meet you and plan to be nasty, be mean, be rude, or do anything that you may feel is disrespectful. Unless they have a real issue with you. But people who don't know you whatsoever, they don't just come around and they're just... (laughs) They're out to get you. So you can take it... You can take the one response as polite because then you'll see that and then you can take another response and just say it and it's a dry response it's really a a no response it was equivalent to no response at all and a lot of people would take a no response as being rude when actually it's not to a certain degree i think we force humans in a position to make them feel like they have to do something and then when they don't do it where, or it's personal. It's, oh my God, they didn't speak or they didn't acknowledge or they didn't, you know what I mean? When a lot of times, like we all say, a lot of things are a mirror image. A lot of things, a lot of times you could get what you're getting out of an individual because of what you've put out. You may be receiving back and it could just be happening by default. And it's not intentional. It's not like a person is showing up and they're like, oh, I'm just not going to speak because they ain't speak to me. It's not in that case. It's a person who recognizes that you have some type of issue. And when they start to respect that you might want space there because a person who struggles with anxiety don't want conflict. Because conflict embarrasses them and causes them to crash and they spiral out of control and down a dark road. So a person who deals with anxiety, they try to do more avoiding than they do more connecting in awkward moments. It's like a person who struggles with anxiety, me personally, I don't have to be told a person doesn't like me or want to be bothered with me. I feel like I can sense that when people don't want to be bothered. I feel like you put something out into the air and, and you make it kind of clear that you don't want to be bothered. And a person is going to do one or two things. They're either going to address you and approach you about it, or they're going to respect how you feel and move in silence. I'm the type of person that will respect how you feel and move in silence because I'm growing and I'm learning that all of my approaches aren't correct either. And I don't want to trigger you or get a misunderstanding because I approached it wrong. I have way too much emotion. And because I'm human and I know that I don't have control over this yet, I try to avoid you when I am put in positions to where I am forced out of avoiding you then I end up crashing my brain crashes and I end up dealing with a brain freeze and what happens is is that when this person addresses or talks to me what happens is I probably say the most dumbest thing or something that doesn't make sense and it throws everything off a little bit That's like the 14-year-old version of me coming out. That is not the 39-year-old version of me coming out where I'm working on personal development. And no, my personal development only gives me a better option since I don't. And for me, avoiding it is the best option. Because then no one can say because I wasn't there. You understand what I'm saying? So... And it doesn't have to be a negative setting. Let me explain something to you. Being super excited can can cause anxiety. 
being super excited and super happy can cause you an anxiety if you never really got to express those feelings or know what to do with that feeling when you feel a certain level of joy or happiness a lot of times people with anxiety they shut down in that stage too and the people think it's something wrong with them and these are the people that kind of just sit back into their own energy in their own space and they're really quiet and when everybody laughs they laugh and you know they try to be present when people are speaking to them they speak a little bit but they don't do a lot of it they don't overdo it you know what I mean they don't want to say too much they don't want to offend anybody they don't know if people are going to get them if they tell a joke like so they become just a little bit a part of the room and like I said again this is personal experience so you know, no, you can't place this experience on everybody and say, you know, you you do have to talk to people. You have to find out where people is. It's about conversation, though. And it's about having a very clear conversation. I feel like I have consistently told people that I struggle with anxiety and I still get the same reaction. Like I, I can I can react like them, like they expect them from me. And then I'm I feel disappointed because I can't give you to you because I'm not you (laughs) but it sucks because I want to win you over you know what I mean like I want to show up I want to be present but I'm overwhelmed with joy right now you know what I'm saying and I don't want to be judged incorrectly and this comes from being around a lot of people who have done that to you who have put you in that place and so your defense mechanism is to just be still, enjoy the moment, be grateful, say thank you, speak when spoken to. It's a whole type of ordeal that a person who struggles with anxiety that they really go through when they leave the house. This is why a lot of people with anxiety simply just choose to not go anywhere or to stay in the house. And this is, this is how anxiety gets transferred into depression. The difference between the level of anxiety that I have is that I'm not in a place of disagreeing to be a part of the moment, but I am also not in a place to be enforced in any moment or into anything even when I get inside the moment. So once you get me there, that has to be good enough. Not what I do, not what I am, not what I'm doing, but my presence has to be enough. And that's where I'm at at this moment. Now, when I get, you know, past a certain point of growing, that will change. But if I am verbal and I say, you know, I struggle with anxiety really bad, like really bad. It's really bad. And a lot of people, I tell people like I'm having an anxiety attack now speaking to you. Any, any place where I'm a vulnerable person, and this is kind of like a diary, like I always tell you. So this always feels like I'm talking to myself, which is why this podcast always feels very easy for me. So you don't get a lot of my anxiety on this podcast because I am 100% transparent and free. This is exactly the processing of my brain is really what you're getting because this is me speaking impulsively this is not me writing something down writing a topic down and I go I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm gonna hit these points I'm gonna do this this is literally me just talking to you but I'm really talking to me 
because everything that I do is meant for me to understand who I am. It's not for me to try to understand how people understand me. It's about me understanding how I understand me, how I see me, and me being honest with me. Not me putting me down, not me operating on a low vibration, but me talking about low vibration things that I do do. Because I am human and I do have struggles. I do come from a conditioned way of thinking and moving. I did create a lot of defense mechanisms through my pain and processing in life. So now I'm in a place of unlearning what I learned. So I don't want to ever sound like I'm trying to be perfect at all. I want to sound like I am a dedicated woman who really and genuinely, from the bottom of her heart, wants to get things right to where I am attracting and drawing all the right people into me, and we are making magic together, and we are blessing each other. I am not here to play revenge. I'm not here to, 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 to see where I can go and what I can do. I am simply here because... I am in a stage of learning what really needs to be fixed when it comes to me and checking that shit so I don't have to worry about no one checking me. I still make mistakes and that just proves to you that I'm human. I am not perfect. And I think people get disappointed in you when they see you as being only one way. No. To love me is to know me and to know me is to love me you have to do both of those (laughs) vice versa (laughs) it's all of me because what you can at least say is that when I do feel overwhelmed I'm not crazy about it I'm not out of control this is a better and positive way to look at it and this is how you help someone flourish you don't hold their mistakes against them especially a person who you can visually see is really working on being more than what she is for herself right now to somebody else to growing and becoming that for herself and for others i'm not just here for myself personal development is not just for me personal development is for everyone that is that I bring into me, everyone that I attach myself with, or attach myself to, everything that I connect to, that has everything to do with my personal growth because these are all my choices. These are my choices in people. This is my choice in activity. This is my choice in work. And the choices that I make will create a better life. And I'm aware that no matter how hard those choices are, it is meant to create a better life. And if something bothers me, that's something I gotta check. It's personal. It's something I gotta check. And so I can't keep holding on to anything. So for me, if I can sit with anyone and be 100% comfortable and sit down and and, and spill myself, I absolutely would. And I think that's where people meet the heart of me at because people who give me that real opportunity and they sit down and they actually really get to know me. And it's not so much about them, but so much more about us as individuals. I've learned some things about you. Now, here are some things you can learn about me. Talking and just getting to a place of understanding why things are processed. Like I said, I am not in anyone's life. Anyone believes that I'm in anyone's life to do anything harmful, to manipulate them, to take over their brain. To what if, if, if that's what you think about me, I really need you to remove yourself out of my life ASAP. Don't wait a minute longer. If you think that I'm really here, I am here to learn.
This is a learning opportunity for me. This is important. It's for my growth. And I understand that I am not only trying to learn how to be a good listener, but I am also trying to learn how to practice what I preach on a day-to-day basis, not just for a season, but from the time that my feet hit the floor, the time that I get out of the bed, the time that I wash my face, the morning time, my time, me time, and I am addressing what's bothering me for the day and I'm trying to deal with it so that no one else has to be bothered with it. Like it don't need to bother me and everybody else. And I'm, I'm working on that. But as of right now in this moment, because I deal with anxiety and because of the way that anxiety controls my body, And my mind, I, 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 I'd rather people respect if I say a no. I'd rather people respect if I say this isn't for me or they aren't for me. No matter what your relationship is with someone else, it's highly important to understand that everyone still has their own relationship outside of what you know of a person with other people. And they're not as high as you would see. The thing, the difference is, is that in your hands, that is a great person when they are in your hands. And if we're going to be transparent, then we can see that. But sometimes when a person gets sent down to our hands and for us to grab a hold of, sometimes they're not good in our hands. And we don't get the same type of person. We get a different individual for whatever reason, for whatever personal issues that they may have. And so because I understand that humans are like this, I respect people's minds and I don't want to force myself on anyone for any reason. This has to be a choice. And it has to be, you have to feel that me being in your life or being around you is a good choice, is the best choice for you. So at the end of the day, (laughs) at the end of the day, it's respect someone who try to try to understand people more, you know, have real conversations with people. You know, we do a lot of gossiping and talking about each other behind our back. But if we really love people, we would be able to confront them with the concerns or with the way they showed up or the way they made you feel or the way they did something or handled something for you it's important to understand where people are at mentally before you pass a judgment and this is why it is very clear of why we should not judge each other because we're not even having conversations to understand each other better people are really out here struggling just being in their own skin Don't put people in in, in places where they feel that they are forced to have to speak or that they are forced to have to cooperate or they're forced to do. Allow people to just be in the presence and let that just rub off. Let that feeling rub off. Let the love that you have for each other, let that rub off on a person and eventually they'll adapt to that and they'll soak that in. Don't pay them no mind and don't let what they do and don't do bother you so much. Just keep loving on people and keep loving on people and keep loving on people. Love conquers all and if you don't believe it, it's because you ain't tried it yet and that's a problem.
because if you don't know that love conquers all, then what type of love do, 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 what type of love are you passing out? And you don't have to see anything my way. This is like I said, this isn't about you seeing anything my way. This is about me seeing me and that's it. That's it. Whatever you get from from me going through my learning process is what is meant for you. Whatever does not reach you, confuses you, or is not for you. <laughs> but what is for you will definitely speak directly to you. It has nothing to do with the person delivering the message. It has everything and only to do with the message and that's it detach away from people so much to where you're no longer dealing with attachments you're dealing with connections that manifest into bigger connections but let's stop just dealing with people dealing with things and let's start bringing meaning to everything. Don't keep talking about being supportive and having a person's back. If we cannot sit here and talk about where our mindsets is at when it comes to business, where we are at as individuals when it comes to business, when it comes to leadership, because all of that matters. Because how are you going to make something work if you don't understand the vision between individuals? How many conversations have you had where you have sat down and asked the person, what do you want? How would you like things to go? What are you looking for? What are your desires? What are your defense mechanisms? It's like we're all ears, we're all open to listen to people when they have something great to talk about. But we say people are complaining when people want to express their downfalls in life. Allow people to release themselves in a place. And if you're not that person, don't be available to hear the joys. Be available to hear a person in their transparency wherever they're at in life. And try to make sure that you're giving them something good. I try my hardest not to take anything personal, but I will respect anybody that makes me feel like that they are trying to apply some distance here and I act like I don't get it. I'm not going to be the person that acts like she don't get it. And I'm going to keep forcing and forcing and forcing. You're going to keep turning me down so much to a point to where I'm going to say, okay, this person just don't want to be bothered with me and I'm going to respect that. Especially if I can't get a direct conversation with you. A private conversation with you or a conversation outside of a certain group setting with you if I can't even get that with you then what makes you think that when we come to a group setting that I want to interact with you it doesn't it doesn't people should not set themselves up for that because no one should feel like that and until they learn self-control how to control themselves in an atmosphere like that they shouldn't be expected to show up or to deliver themselves when they are there so pay attention to what people say people definitely tell you who they are the first time stop 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 saying people have all this potential but you act like they can't make a mistake that they're supposed to just fully show up into that potential we're trying to get there it's a lot of us trying to get there but you judging me for my mistakes when you don't understand what my struggle is it's not fair show some grace i am dealing with being in my own skin
skin. I'm a person who struggles with anxiety and I am identifying it and I am trying to avoid places that don't bring out the best in me or the greatest in me because I want to be in a habit of showing up as the best. And until that is a habit, I'm always going to show up in an uncomfortable place a mess. (laughs) Consistency is key. And until it is consistent that I am showing up in greatness so much to where I can be uncomfortable and still be great until that is consistent, I will still be a human being. And if I am not master showing up in greatness, despite my emotions, then I will be showing up a mess (laughs) when I'm uncomfortable. Okay? But... Have real conversations. If you just don't care, then don't care. (laughs) If it's not your problem, then don't let it be your problem. And if it's their personal problem, then let it be theirs. Don't let it move you. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to your goals. Stay true to the assignments. And continue to move forward. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been your girl, Queen Intimacy, on part two of dealing and struggling with anxiety. For anyone struggling with anxiety out there, you are not alone. We love you. We understand. Please. Know that we understand and we love you just the way you are. And you're going to get there. You're going to get control over this thing one day and you're going to be amazing and you're going to be successful. And people are going to remember the journey. This is a part of the story. This is a part of your obstacles. This is a part of your trials and tribulations. This is your story. Let's rock this shit out. Until next time, guys, have a beautiful, blessed one. Make sure you spend time with you first.